consciousness and understanding. Channelings from Clyde Trepanier. Volume 1 Continued. Sessions from 1958. Saturday, January 4th, 1958. I greet you, my beloved friends, in the love, light, and understanding of the Infinite Creator. I have been among you tonight. I have heard your conversation. All of you here on this night are sincerely seeking truth, understanding, and wisdom. This, my friends, shall be given you in degrees that are suitable to your individual. I am a newcomer among you. I spoke last evening through this instrument for the first time. I am one of the newcomers to your city. This is a new and delightful experience for me. I pray that my service shall be well received by your people. I sincerely hope that I shall be able to do my part in raising the consciousness of earth people. It is our duty, or at least one of our duties, to work with those of you who are sincerely seeking light and understanding. We are doing this although many of you are not aware of our presence. You too are doing your part in the service to your brothers and sisters. Let each of us rededicate ourselves each day to their service. Let us be ever more aware of opportunities to serve, to send forth our light to let it shine that it may help others. But as I stated last evening, our most effective way of teaching is through example, through manifesting of our truth so that others might see. Little is gained by shouting from the housetops or from the street corners, but through example we can accomplish a great deal. For as others see our light, they too shall want their share and shall come seeking it. For when they come sincerely seeking, then and only then can we lead them. Children of the light, you have much work to do among the people of earth. A great deal of light must be spread, and those like yourselves who are dedicating their life to this purpose, in love and understanding and humbleness, those are the ones who shall inherit this planet. Time is growing short, beloved friends. Your development must come rapidly in order to fulfill your mission. Seek within through that higher consciousness, that creative part of you which is able to reach out and draw forth from that great storehouse of knowledge, wisdom, and light. Spend as much time as you can in this manner, for there you shall receive your enlightenment, your wisdom, and your understanding. We who have come here to serve and to help to help those of you who are serving in the lower vibration, we are spending much time in meditation, in sending forth our light, our love, and our understanding to you, that you might be helped to a greater extent. Try to instill in your consciousness 
the realization of who you are and what you are. Place no limitation upon yourself, but realize that you are this great power and intelligence which rules the universe. You are one of the many expressions to this intelligence. Therefore, locked within you are the powers that shall manifest all that you need. You need only to unlock them through your love and understanding, your seeking. There are no miracles, beloved friends. There is only law. You need only to understand and apply the universal laws, the laws that have always been present and always shall be. True, we know not where the spiral ends. It goes beyond our understanding and beyond the understanding of all whom we have contacted. But we know that the spiral, the spiral gets ever more beautiful, ever more lovely as we rise. So let us climb onward, beloved ones, always reaching a helping hand to those who are struggling just below us. For as we extend our hand, someone else shall extend theirs to us. It is a never-ending chain. All those who work and live in the light and love and understanding move ever onward and upward, and they grow by serving. Now, my beloved friends, before I leave, I would like to pass among you and place my love, my blessings upon each of you. It shall take me but a moment. Now, beloved ones, I shall leave you. It has been my pleasure to speak with you. My love, my blessings, and my peace I leave with you. Adonai, my friends. Adonai. Sunday, January 12, 1958. Greetings in the light, my beloved friends. I am Oxel of Arcturus. We realize that many questions prevail in the minds of those of you who are seeking the truth. You are seeking to understand the ways that lead to understanding. Realize this that you are now passing through a classroom for the sole benefit of learning, of growing, of receiving a better understanding of life and truth. One of the great lessons that must be learned in this classroom is to know yourself, or at least know yourself sufficiently enough to be able to function comfortably in a physical body, to bring about in your being that which is needed for a comfortable and happy living. You see, my beloved friends, it has not been taught in your civilization that man and his creator are one, and that you possess the same powers as your creator. You see, my friends, the fact that you do not understand these laws does not alter the function of the law. The law works whether or not you understand it. So you see, you are continually creating although you do not realize you are creating. You are creating situations, 
conditions, and many other forms of creation because you are only, beloved ones, what you think you are. You have instilled in your super-self many misconcepts. These concepts, thoughts, what you call the subconscious, are bringing about results that are not understood by you. Clean out this inner consciousness. Weed out the misconcepts. Do this by injecting new concepts. Tell yourself that these must go. Know that you are all-powerful. Continually tell yourself these things, because unless the old are replaced by the new, the old shall remain. This does not occur in a moment. Several years have been spent in indoctrinating yourself with these beliefs. Do not expect to eliminate them in a moment. It is difficult for you, I realize, in the face of what you call realities. Do not recognize them as real. Believe me, my friends, these things are only illusionary. They are figments of your imagination. They are not your real self. For if you and your God are one, if you are part of Him, only a small part of Him, you are perfection because He is perfection. But you have built around yourself an imaginary, illusionary imperfection. This is difficult for you to understand because of your teachings, your customs. These things have been handed down from generation to generation through your civilization. They become real to you. But they are only real because you see them as such. Understand that what you are seeing as yourself in the form in which you are now living is not your real self. It has been created by you. When you have left this vehicle, you shall find that you have left all of these things behind with it, and it shall vanish into a nothingness. Therefore, you see it was not real. I wonder, my friends, if I am giving you a little glimpse of what you really are. There is difficulty in trying to convey just what I mean. But know that you are a creator. Know that you and this creation are one. That you are a part, an important part of the creative spirit that dwells in all things, in all beings. Therefore, you should be master of your creation. And you are your creator. So you must take charge of it. You must command it. It will respond to your command. When you command that your hand move, it does move. You are in complete command of the movement of your body. You are also in command of every organ, every nerve, every cell. You can command it to do as you wish, but you must do it with authority, knowing full well that you have the authority as it was given to you by the Creator. I hope 
my beloved friends, I have been of some help to you. It has been my pleasure to speak with you. I leave you by extending to you the love and light of my people. I am Oxel. Saturday, January 18th, 1958. I greet you, my beloved friends, in the light of love and understanding. Understanding. Above all of our getting, get understanding. For with understanding comes wisdom, and with understanding and wisdom comes power. Power without understanding and wisdom would not be well to have. That is evident in your world today. Too many individuals upon your planet today have gained power over the people, but they do not have the wisdom and understanding to go with it. Therefore, you face the conditions which exist upon your planet. You face inharmony. With inharmony, you have chaos, wars, sickness, diseases of all types. All things of a negative nature, my friends, are a result of inharmony, lack of love, lack of understanding. You see, my friends, all things are governed by universal law. The Creator does not punish anyone. He does not bring about punishment to bring you into line. Man creates. He is an extension of the Creator, so you see, He is a Creator. Man, in his own right, is a Creator. Each thought that passes from you is a creation. Guard these thoughts, for they are most important. They bring about results, creation. You are what you think you are. Think well upon this, for it is important. All things are governed by law. The law brings about retribution through our own actions. Your Creator sees you only as good. In the eyes of your Creator, there is only good. Think well upon what I have said. Our purpose in coming to your planet at this time is to attempt to bring about a new awareness among your people, to attempt to make them aware of a new truth, a new understanding that goes far beyond their present concepts. It is very necessary at this time that your people be made aware, for your system, your solar system, in its sojourn through space, is entering a new cycle a new area of space. For the vibratory rates shall be higher, a fourth dimension, so to speak. In order for you of Earth to enter this new age, your spiritual awareness must be raised, for in this dimension it will not be possible to exist in the present spiritual awareness of the majority of your people. And now, I know, the question arises in the minds of some of you as to what happens to those who are not able to raise themselves 
who are not able to qualify for this new dimension. It is unfortunate that the majority of the people of the planet Earth have not been given the truth about themselves, about life. Because you see, if you understood life, death, or what you call death, we prefer to speak of it as a transition. This transition would take on an entirely different aspect in the minds of the people. For death, you see, is not death at all. It is really birth. In reality, you, at the time of the transition, are being born into the real life, from this state of hypnosis that you now exist in. This vehicle which you call the physical body is merely a vehicle which you are using to gain certain experiences. When you have finished with the cloak, you lay it aside. So it is with this vehicle. When you have finished with it, you lay it aside. It is of no more use to you. There are many schoolrooms and many classrooms throughout the universe. This is only a schoolroom in which you learn. So you see, those who are not ready for the higher classroom shall simply lay aside this vehicle and take on another in a classroom suitable to their level of understanding. It is that simple, beloved ones. Your planet is the only one in this system that is not quite ready for the transition. That is why we have come, we of the Confederation, including those from other planets in your system and from planets in many other systems. Yes, and those from the etheric realms are also aiding. We have come to help you in this time. During this transition, many changes will take place upon the surface of your planet, as have taken place before in other transitions. For you see, systems, planets, and individuals are ever evolving, onward and upward. That is another of the laws. The climb is ever onward and upward. Man does not digress. He is ever progressing. And so we move on, ever looking outward and upward to a newer and higher understanding. Those above, ever reaching down to lend a helping hand to his brother who is coming after. For as we serve those who are struggling just behind us, we also receive help from those who are just ahead of us. It is a never-ending chain. Now, my friends, I must leave. My blessings, my love, and understanding I extend to you. Adonai, my friends. Saturday, January 25th, 1958. I greet you, my friends, in the light of love and understanding. I am what you have termed as your local contact. I have spoken with you many times. Perhaps at this time, due to the fact that another within your city is also working with you, I shall give you an identification. 
As you know, we do not have names. We know each other by vibration. Therefore, I shall create an identification for you. Henceforth, you shall know me as Mr. R. However, I have many things in mind that I should like to say to you. Take them for what they are worth to you. You are the judge. If what I say is of use to you, I am happy if it will help you upon your road to higher truth. The day has come, beloved ones, when you must discern truths. Many truths have been taught among your religions. In our opinion, each of your religions, your sects, have some truth. But there is not one upon your planet that has a corner on truth, so to speak. If this be true, then all have truths to yet be learned. I should also like to state that truth is never-ending. It moves onward before us. We can only receive the truth that we are capable of receiving at our present level of understanding. Therefore, we must constantly strive to raise our level of understanding. As all of you here know, all truth is based upon law. We live by the law of the universe. These laws are universal. They apply not only to your planet, but to all other forms of life throughout the many galaxies in space. And what is the greatest of these, my beloved friends? Group. Love is the greatest. Mr. R. You have spoken well. Then, first of all, we must learn to love, to love our Creator. That is the first law. If we love our Creator, we cannot help but love our fellow man. We cannot help but love ourselves, for we are that Creator. That is why we are all one. We are all parts of the whole. Therefore, we must love one another. All laws existing throughout creation are just. Your Creator did not create laws that you could not comply with. In creating these laws, He took into consideration the various levels of life. So the law was not created so that one level of life could easily conform, and another it should be very difficult for Him to conform due to His level of life. Much has been written concerning laws of creation but you see again, beloved ones, when you attempt to place in words certain ideas, immediately you are confronted with interpretations. This too is not altogether a stumbling block, for in so doing, if one is sincere, they use their God-given power of reasoning and of searching within, through that higher consciousness which we all possess, the answers that will bring the true meaning. It is well that these things be discussed among you, for often a spark is set off in your mind by the word of another which brings about a clearer understanding of some particular question 
that you might have. There, you see, is where it is important to maintain an open mind, an open heart, and consider the expression of your brother, regardless of his level of understanding. For often, little gems of wisdom flow from the mouths of the lowly. Truth is where you find it, and it can be anywhere. Much truth is found in nature. Many of your people have gained great wisdom in the study of insects, of the flowers, the trees, of nature in general. Be aware of truth in all places. A great percentage of misunderstanding, of misconcepts among the people of Earth have come from misinterpretations. Remember always in interpreting the laws of your Creator that they must be flexible enough to apply throughout the universe. This, my friends, is a key. The time has come when the people of Earth must learn and understand universal law. Those who have not the ears to hear nor the eyes to see shall not move with their planet into the new age. Great wisdom must be used. Recognize wisdom when you hear it and see it. Do not become steeped in your beliefs because many of them will need to be changed in order to understand and apply the law. Much has been given to you in the past. The brothers who are working with your planet, for your people, have brought you much truth. But it has been brought to you in such a manner that you must put forth some effort to understand and apply it. And that is as it should be. We could give you many of these things in so many words and say to you, this is the way it is, you must believe this. But this is not our way, for you must choose, my brothers. It is in your choice that you shall prove yourself. I shall repeat something that has been said many times. We cannot make your choice for you. This you must do. Think well upon what I have just said. There is a great work to be done among your people. You can be of great service, but the requirements are very stiff. It is not easy in the environment in which you have received your training to be humble. These things must be overcome. The ego must not become inflated. You must be the least among them in order to be the greatest. For I, of myself, can do nothing. It is the Father within me that doeth the works. I of myself am nothing, but I and the Father are all things. There is no limit to what I and the Father can do. The I am? That word has been much misinterpreted in your holy scriptures. Your great avatar often spoke of the I am but how has it been interpreted by your people? 
they have taken it to mean the man himself. But the I am that he spoke of was not the man. It was the I am that you all possess. The Father within that higher part of you that is the Creator. He spoke not of himself as the man. You see, much of the true meaning of his teachings have been lost by misinterpretations. I say unto you again, love one another, for you are all one in this great creation. Try to understand the true meaning of love, for it reaches far, much farther than you can possibly realize in your present level of understanding. Learn together. Help one another. Receive from one another in love and understanding. For in so doing, your growth shall be much more rapid. For all of you have so much to give to each other, if only you will see it. Questioner, I would like to know what fields we are in referred to in the sixth chapter of Revelations. Mr. R. Giving information of this kind is not altogether our work. A great deal has been written in your scriptures. There is a great deal to be interpreted. There are many keys for interpreting the writings. Many of these have not been available to your people. In searching the scriptures, you have found many things that seemed to be contradictory. It has been pointed out by many of your people, but this is only due to a lack of understanding, the lack of being able to interpret. To go into the interpretation of many of these things would take great lengths of time. This, at this moment in your growth, is not of importance. Before understanding of all these writings shall be made completely clear, there must be brought about among all of you a higher consciousness of love, of understanding between you. When these things have been established, these vibrations, your understanding shall become much clearer. These things shall all become clearer, understandable to all of you. Questioner, then we must establish a greater love between us that will bring into manifestation all these things in the future? Mr. R. That is correct, and that must be established. First things must come first, and the first I have given you tonight, that when established, shall bring about all others. Your master teacher stated that the greatest of all the commandments was to love. My blessings, my love, I leave with you. Good night, beloved ones. Saturday, February 8th, 1958. Greetings, my brothers. I greet you with the love, light, and understanding of the Infinite One. I have come as an emissary of the Infinite One. 
as you progress in your understanding, you have much in store for you. Give yourself in love and in understanding. It is necessary for you, each of you, to develop a clear understanding of yourself and of your fellow man. For only through understanding will you be able to accomplish your mission. Be ye perfect. How shall we become perfect? Perfection is not an easy thing to accomplish, but we must aspire to this perfection at all times. Self-discipline is very necessary, very necessary. The desires of the physical must not be allowed to master us. Emotions must be controlled. How can we establish love and understanding among us if these things are not mastered? You have been told many times to establish love, harmony, and understanding between you. Yet, you desire to make great accomplishments, to demonstrate your powers that are within you. But I say unto you, beloved ones, that these things cannot be established, cannot be demonstrated, without first establishing the love and understanding among you. For without this, you have no power. This is the power. In love and understanding, all things are possible. Without it, you accomplish nothing. It is the lack of this that has brought about the conditions that exist on your planet today. How can you establish this among you? It can be established only through your own efforts through becoming masters of yourselves. The rules you should know well. They have been given you long ago. Turn the other cheek. Go the extra mile. Give. Love. See only good in all you come in contact with. Refuse to see anything but the good. You have been taught fear and you fear the results if you turn the other cheek or go the extra mile. There is nothing to fear, my friends, nothing to fear. Let that love emanate from you so strongly that all negativity shall melt into nothingness before you. He who lives by the sword shall die by the sword. I quote from your scriptures. These things are not new to the people of earth. Your great teacher gave you all the rules. They are all there. You need only apply them. Why, oh why, make it difficult? You would be amazed at what a few of you, a very few of you, could accomplish if only you could establish between you complete love and understanding. Your accomplishments would amaze you. Each of you have within you the ability to establish this. You need only to put forth the effort to make the decision and to apply the discipline necessary. We are waiting for such a group. Do I make myself clear?
there is a great work to be done in this great city of yours. You can be the light bearers in this area if you choose to be. The harvest is ready. You have fertile soil in which to work. There are many people who are ready to be brought into truth, who are ready for a new understanding. They are waiting for their teachers. Questioner, are there enough of us here for such a group? Source, any number is enough to start, my daughter, any number. You need only to establish the at-oneness between you, and I assure you, things will happen once this power is released. Nothing shall stand against it. Call the dedication to the service. Know within yourself that you are completely dedicated to the service of your Creator. This shall help you in establishing more love within you. Eliminate all self, holding only that desire to serve. For through your service, administered sincerely and selflessly, shall you gain new knowledge, new understanding, and new growth. Come unto me, all ye who are burdened, who are heavy laden, and I shall give you peace, love, and understanding. Adonai, beloved ones. Monday, March 31st, 1958. And the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly blessed. Greetings to you, my friends. I am Mr. R. All of you have been greatly blessed this night, rest assured of this. For tonight, there have stood among you great masters. The time has come, beloved ones. The time has come when each must stand upon his own, when each must develop and bring forth that great love which shall open the way. It is only through the manifestation of this great love that the Great One who walked your earth many years ago demonstrated for you that you shall reach the heights to which you aspire. This, beloved ones, must be your first achievement, for on this hinges all things. As you receive this love and allow it to flow through your being, many, many of the mysteries shall become clear to you. Your eyes shall be opened to the now unseen. The rest shall follow more easily once this cleansing has taken place. When this great love center is opened, the others must follow. Give yourself in selfless service with that great love and desire to serve your Creator and your fellow man. Let your heart and your soul sing forth in joyous praise and thanksgiving, and His light, His love, and His understanding shall engulf you. Let not your heart be angered from any cause whatsoever. Let it sing only forgiveness, joy, praise, for in this state you are all receptive to the light that shall make all things known unto you. 
These are the things you must develop, beloved ones. Recognize only the good, for those that persecute you know not what they do. So pray for them and forgive them with malice toward none. This sounds like a big order, does it not, beloved ones? But I say unto you, it is the only way. It was his way, and so it must be yours. There is no other. I leave you, beloved ones, by extending to you the love, light, and understanding from my deepest soul. Adonai, peace be with you. Friday, April 11th, 1958. Good evening to you, my friends. I am Mr. R. As you meditate, give your thoughts, your light, your prayers to those unbelieving ones who so much need your help. Time rapidly approaches when these, as all others, must definitely make their choice. The time for separation draws near, beloved ones. It draws near. Soon, very soon, your people, regardless of the opposition, are going to become aware of our presence, and our purpose shall be made known to them. Our hand of friendship extended for all to grasp who care to accept our aid. We come only to do good, to offer a helping hand to those who will accept and believe. To you, beloved ones, who are attempting to offer yourselves in service, your efforts are not going unnoticed. You are being given aid more than you realize. Sharpen your awareness that you might be better able to use the help we are sending you. Enter into an at-oneness and love that is being offered to you. Become aware of it. Use the power and wisdom that has been given you. Do you realize, my friends, the power that is contained in that love that is being offered to you? Do you realize the power that it will place in your hands once you are established in it? It means, beloved ones, that all things are yours. Once the true love center is opened within you, all else is yours. Think, beloved ones, think what this means. It means a great overcoming. It means a whole new concept opening before you. But it all must start. The beginning is love. Love for your Creator. Love for your fellow man. Love in all that you do. You express only love, and only love returns to you. People of Earth, too long you have been lost. Too long you have been tarried. Now you must find the way. It has been pointed out to you, people of Earth. The great master who trod your Earth many years ago has shown you the way, but your ears have been deaf. 
your eyes have been blind. You have heeded not his call. Again, O people of earth, he calls. He is knocking at your door. He is showing you the way again. Shall you follow? All creation is beckoning to people of earth to come home. The Father awaits with open arms and a forgiving heart. You need only answer the call by giving yourself incomplete faith, love, and understanding. We of other worlds and other realms are standing by to help you in every way possible to make this step reward into a new life, a glorious life, one of love and understanding. My peace and my blessings I give unto you. Adonai, Adonai. Sunday, April 20th, 1958. Greetings in the light, my friends. I am Oxel of Arcturus. Our observation of your conversation here has been interesting. We are aware of much growth taking place among you. Many of your experiences do not have much meaning to you as yet, but they shall, for by experience shall you learn the truth. The seeking of truth, my friends, requires effort. Stick to it, Ivnis, to use your terms. For your persistence in your search is the thing that will bring you results. Many of your people start the search for truth, but they find that it takes effort, patience, and above all, great sincerity. Many of them fall by the wayside when they discover that truth must be earned. They desire it, providing they do not have to work for it. Nothing comes to you or to anyone without effort, and many times great sacrifices are necessary to gain the truth and the experience that will bring you into a high understanding. This is as it should be. For things gained without effort, without sacrifice, are not held dear, are not appreciated, and are soon lost. It is the things that we gain through hard, sincere efforts and suffering that really benefit us, that brings soul growth, that is permanent. Works without faith are valueless. We could give you many demonstrations that would convince you of the many things of which we speak, but this would only be temporary. For only the things that you gain through your own efforts, your own searching, your own suffering, must establish the faith in you that is necessary to reach the heights to which you aspire. To him or her that see and witness it is no problem to believe. But he who sees not and believes through faith, faith in his Creator and his fellow man, to him there shall come great awakenings, great experiences. Prove these truths to yourself by demonstration, 
by putting them to work for you. You are not asked to accept a truth without first trying it. To see it demonstrated by another does not qualify you. You yourself, each of you as an individual, must take these truths and let them manifest in your own life, building your own glorious light for all to see. All of you have heard and discussed much the powers of love. I believe it is clear in the minds of each of you the power contained in this force, this energy known as love. Now is the time, beloved ones, to prove it to yourself. You have been told all about it. What more can be said or done except for you as individuals to take it and put it to work for you? Many times I have asked you this question, what is the greatest power of the universe, of all creation? And you have answered me, love. Why not try it? I say again, my beloved friends, the time grows short. Soon this great power shall be needed by you. You shall need it to bring about your own salvation as well as that of others, for many events portend. And many of these events, although necessary, will not be pleasant for the people of Earth. For in these events, the forces of darkness must perish. They must be banished from your Earth for all times. And out of this must come a new age of love harmony and understanding, an age where each shall live to benefit his brother and not himself, wherein all problems, the answer sought shall not be what is best for me, but what is best for all concerned. How often in these times is a problem attacked in that manner? Let us visualize today in the disputes that arise between your industries and your workers, just assume that they should sit down around the table, everyone concerned only with that which would benefit all. What solution could we arrive at that would be most beneficial to all concerned? What would be the results if love and harmony existed around this table and around all of your conference tables? Can you visualize how much different your world would be? Do you agree with me, my friends? Where there is love, peace, and harmony, even the very atmosphere about you changes. All creation about you becomes harmonious. Nature becomes less violent. Nature reacts differently with the vibrations sent out by its people. If your masses and your leaders could realize this, I wonder what the reaction would be. Why do you suppose nature is gradually becoming more violent around your planet? Earthquakes are becoming more prevalent. Tornadoes, windstorms, all of these things are gradually becoming more violent. 
and around your planet, the vibrations have been becoming more and more negative, and nature reacts accordingly. The catastrophe that comes to your planet does not come from your creator. It is the result of the wrong thinking and the wrong doing of your people. Your creator does not judge you. You judge yourself by nature's own laws. That is why we have continually said that if enough love and light could be established among the masses of your people, that much, very much, of the future disaster could be avoided. Now, my beloved friends, I think I have rambled far enough. I leave you by extending to you our love and our understanding. May the peace of this great creative spirit rest with each of you. I am Oxel. Monday, April 21st, 1958. Good evening to you, my friends. I am Mr. R. I extend to you my love and my blessings in the name of the infinite creator. I should like at this time, my friends, to impress upon you the seriousness of the situation. I should like to emphasize the seriousness of the results of the nuclear tests that have taken place about your planet, or on your planet, and more of these are being planned. This, my friends, is much more serious than you realize. The results are becoming quite prevalent among your people. The last test that was conducted has greatly increased the radioactive clouds about your planet. These are being controlled as far as possible by your brothers in space. Great damage is being done to your people, to the planet of Earth. Our control has prevented a great deal of damage, but this is being released in ever-increasing amounts. How much longer we can prevent great disaster from resulting from these experiments, we do not know. New diseases are appearing upon your planet. Many of these are results of this madness. Your people are suffering in more ways than you realize. People who have been closer to these tests are much more aware of it than are some of you. However, they are being convinced that these things are not the results of these energies, but we tell you, my friends, that they are. And unless this madness ceases, it shall become much more rampant. Some of your great earthquakes at this time are direct results of these tests. If we were to release the clouds that have resulted from these tests, the havoc would be great upon your planet. Gradually, we are neutralizing these radioactive clouds. But if these are produced in greater numbers than we are able to handle, the results shall be disastrous. The great tests that are now being planned should be prevented if at all possible. We are attempting to do our part by impressing certain people upon your planet to cease this madness. 
but it is not always easy to do this with certain peoples. They are so intent upon what they are doing that it is almost impossible to break through to them. People of Earth must, somehow, be made aware of this madness and demand that it cease. For unless the voice of the people cries out loud enough, these forces of darkness are apt to engulf them. We do not wish to see this great suffering occur upon your planet. We are making every effort to prevent these conditions, but unless the people of Earth shall respond in large enough numbers, it shall be very difficult to prevent. I do not wish to frighten you, beloved ones, and I should like to say this as an assurance to you, that those of you who establish yourself firmly in the light and in the love of your Creator shall not be harmed. But the masses of innocent people we do not wish to see suffer for their lack of knowing. Many of your scientists today realize the seriousness of the situation and are attempting to correct it, but they are meeting great opposition among the warmongers of your world. Let each of us do our bit in helping to prevent this. We can do this in two ways. First, by helping to make people aware of the dangers. And I do not imply by this that you must go out shouting, but if each in his little way plants the seeds, they will grow. For you must also be ever aware of the opposition. Secondly, you can help greatly by establishing all the light possible and sending it into the ethers about your planet. Positive thoughts, anything that will raise the vibrations of the atmosphere about your planet shall be of help. To each of you and all of the workers in the light, we ask you in the name of the Infinite Father to do your part, to help save a civilization that is much in need of being saved. I leave you, my friends, by surrounding each of you with my love, light, and understanding. Love, peace I leave with you. Good night, beloved ones. Monday, May 19th, 1958. I greet you, my friends, in love and understanding. I speak to you tonight from a craft within your vicinity. Our craft is of the smaller type, which is operating from what you call a mother craft. The activity, though seemingly at a standstill about your planet, is very active. The numbers have not decreased. We have just not been displaying ourselves. In the not too far distant, though, there shall be another cycle of events taking place that will again arouse the interest of people of Earth. It is becoming more and more difficult for the powers that be to discount our presence. Yes, many more people are aware of the presence of our craft and our people in your skies than you realize. 
Many hesitate to talk about it to their friends, but within their hearts, they know that it is so. The activity of the workers upon your planet, such as yourselves, has also been passing through a lull, so to speak. But this, my friends, is only temporary, for more and more you shall find events taking place to awaken the interest of yourselves and the less interested. Take advantage of these periods, my friends, for your own development and your own growth. Add to your storehouse of knowledge and experience during these times, that you might better be prepared when you are most needed. The awakening of the people of Earth is taking place, but this must be a gradual process. People, concepts, cannot be changed too rapidly, for this should be detrimental to them. This each of you should know by your own experiences. More of our craft will be contacting you in the near future. Each of you by making that contact through your higher consciousness, shall find more enlightenment, wisdom, and knowledge of wide variations coming to you. But you must become still and listen, so that you might receive. Still those racing thoughts and let your mind rest with your Creator, so that this inflow of knowledge might be brought to you. Now is the time to grow, to grow in every way, to tap in to that storehouse of knowledge and wisdom, that you may use it to your advantage and to the advantage of your brothers. I leave you in love. Good night, beloved friends. Friday, October 17th, 1958. Greetings in the light, my friends. I am Oxel of Arcturus. Let thine eye be single, beloved ones, that ye may see always the glory of creation. Give not your thoughts or your sights to that which is not pleasant, which is not of the highest. Keep on the positive side of your consciousness, the ever-increasing vibratory rate of your planet is causing man to come out from within himself. It is causing his real self to show. It shall not be easy from now on to conceal your real self. It is coming out for you to see, for you to recognize, and for you to do something about, if necessary. It is bringing forth the positive, but it also is bringing forth the negative. So as one of your songs go, accentuate the positive and eliminate the negative. For in doing so shall you reach a higher state of consciousness in this expression. It has been stated many times that the time is short, and so it is, my friends, and so it is, for you have much to accomplish in this short time you have to do it in. But your greatest task, beloved ones, 
is with yourselves. For the most important part for all of you at this time is to grow in understanding, to grow in love, to understand yourself, and in so doing, you will understand and love your fellow man. The events that are forthcoming upon this planet shall require great understanding. If you are to be a worker in the light, then you must be able to demonstrate that of which you speak. For how can you teach another other than by example? How can you teach me a principle if you cannot exercise it yourself? In the days ahead, it will be necessary for you to demonstrate love, understanding, and it will be necessary for you to demonstrate the strength and power of the great universal power and energy which we call light. You may find, my friends, there will be times when that will be your only protection. And believe me when I say, this great universal substance can protect you from anything. And I mean this literally, beloved ones. For when this light is established about you, or about anything in its completeness, I say nothing shall penetrate it. It is a complete protection against all things. This is done, my friends, through practice, through sincere, intelligent pursuit. It shall not be accomplished in a moment, but literally, none of you are putting forth the effort necessary to accomplish this, and this is done, my friends, through the power of thought. Visualize, learn to visualize this great light of purity, the purest white that you can imagine, completely surrounding and engulfing you. Picture in your mind's eye a wall of this light, extending from the heavens and surrounding you, encircling you in a tube-like shaft. Once you can vision this in its completeness, it is there. It becomes a solid substance that nothing can penetrate. You are completely safe and protected at all times, and this can also be done for others once you have accomplished the secret. I can give you no better instruction than this, beloved ones, for that is the way in which it is done. When enough of your people are able to do this, you can surround houses, property, towns, yes, even nations with a wall of light that is completely resistant to anything. Do I make this clear, beloved ones? Only through your own efforts shall you accomplish this. We cannot do it for you. I might add, however, that negative thoughts tend to tear this wall down from your own consciousness. This light is one of purity, for it is pure substance of the Creator. You cannot build this light with negativity. There have been those upon your planet who have accomplished this, and then, through their own negative thoughts, have dissipated their own creation. Questioner, 
Can one be helped by a mechanical device such as Tesla's invention to build a wall of light? Oxel. It is possible to accomplish this scientifically, but this requires much equipment, much time and effort, and mechanical devices have always the possibility of failure when they are most needed. Why do it mechanically if you can create it with your thought? My friends, you do not realize the power held within you, the power of your own thoughts. Thoughts are creative. Every thought you think, every thought sent into the ether by you is creative. That is why, beloved ones, it is so necessary to keep your thoughts ever-loving and positive, for you do not want to create negativity. You see, my friends, that is exactly what has happened with your planet today. This we have spoken of before. The negative thoughts and deeds of Earth people has caused a negative aura about your Earth, which has caused a great deal of the unhappiness, of the chaos that has occurred upon your planet. This must be eliminated. As you move into your new location in space, this will be eliminated, and eliminated with it shall be those who created. I do not mean by this, I sense some questions in the minds of some of you, that these people who are not able to move with your planet into the new age shall burn in what is spoken of by your religious administrations as hell, but they shall be removed in a normal way in nature's way, to another plane of existence where they can live as they desire. But to those of you who want to move forward, we suggest you put forth all the effort possible to raise your consciousness in love and understanding. And now, my friends, I must leave this instrument and in so doing I extend to you the love and the blessings of my people. May his peace rest with you. I am Oxel. Monday, December 1st, 1958 Greetings in the light, my friends. I am Oxel. Your great master once said, Seek the truth, and the truth shall make ye free. This is stated in your book of religious histories, but there is one thing which was omitted. For he added to this, Seek the truth first which is within your understanding, which you can grasp and use. For only in this way will you prepare yourself for higher truths. In other words, one step at a time. Master what you have, and then proceed to master more. For truth is of no value to you unless you can use it in your life. Unless it benefits you, it means nothing. We have listened to your conversation here tonight and are well pleased with your discussion. We feel that you have gained from such a discussion. Each of you have your task to perform. Try to perform it well, with wisdom and with understanding. 
As was stated here, the day is at hand. The time is now. And you have only a short time to prepare yourself. This is the time, beloved friends, for self-development. Learn to know yourself. To recognize who and what you are. To declare and claim your sonship with your Creator. To develop love and understanding for your fellow man. For all creation. There is no time for judging, condemning, criticizing. Condemn not yourself, for every time you do so, you lower your own evolvement. Rather, hold your head high and declare your rightful place with your Creator. Your Creator is not a respecter of persons. He does not condemn you or criticize you for your mistakes. He only has love for you. Take this realization into your being that you might understand its meaning. Meditate upon it. For once you have this realization established in your being, your progress will increase rapidly. We who are working in your atmosphere and in your system are attempting to help you to help yourselves. That is our mission here. But we are also limited to this extent that we can only help those of you of Earth people who are willing and ready to help themselves. As we described to you many times in the beginning of our contact, we can help only those who have made the choice. In full faith, those who have chosen to serve their humanity in every way possible, those who are willing to give themselves to the service to become workers in that everlasting love and light of the Creator. To those we have pledged our help, our guidance, and our protection, and we stand upon our oath. Many have made this choice, many more have not. Those who have not have very little time now in which to make it. We can only hope that there will be more before the time has passed. To those of you who have made the choice, we extend our heartfelt gratitude and humbly offer our services in any way that we can possibly serve you. For we are only servants to a cause that is far greater than we. I leave you now, my friends, by extending to you the love, the understanding, and the blessings of my people. I am Oxel.